Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I am here to bring you the preview show for Bayern Munich's big Champions League match against Dinamo Kiev, in which would be a pretty fun and entertaining match. Obviously, these two teams are not evenly matched uh, talent-wise, but Dinamo Kiev, I would expect to bring a toughness to this contest and not to go down easily. So while there may be a big discrepancy in talent, uh, I think that this could be a bit entertaining and that Bayern will be pushed a little bit before that talent and depth eventually take over the match. And if you're hearing me laugh a little bit, I, ha I have to <laughs> break the uh, third wall or whatever they call it because I had screwed up the opening and the intro to this show, I think like five times, and I never typically have to redo an intro, but I don't know why, whether I'm distracted or whether I'm just an idiot today or every day, and I just could not get it right, so I should probably post those outtakes. It's just really me dropping F-bombs after screwing up one thing or another, but uh, whatever, <laughs> let's get talking about this match, and you know, we're at the point in the season where I start to worry about players having tired legs, but we will be seeing many, many English weeks upcoming, and this one is no different as Dinamo Kiev will travel to Munich and take part in this match, and they will be coming in as a big underdog, but hey, uh, this is not exactly the week to mess around with Ukrainian underdogs. Uh, as we saw in boxing over the weekend, Alexander Osik took care of Anthony Joshua pretty handily. So if I were Bayern Munich, I'd probably take a look at that example and not take a squad from the Ukraine uh, or a competitor from the Ukraine lightly. So we'll take a look at, at Kiev uh, just so slightly. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am not an expert in Ukrainian football, but what I can tell you is that they are sitting up atop the table. They have not lost a match in the league or in the Champions League this season. Uh, they tied Benfica in their first match day in the Champions League, and they are going to uh, come into this match not overmatched from a mentality standpoint. They just do not have the same type of talent. But like I said in the intro, you will see a toughness in this game from the team from the Ukraine, and I think that they will push Bayern a little bit, but as I said earlier, the Bavarians will take over and eventually use that talent and depth to just really streak away from the competition. So uh, when we look at a, at a matchup like this, the biggest thing that I always think about is just don't screw it up, right? Like nobody wants to be the headline of, you know, Bayern bashed by underrated Kiev team or whatever. I, I No one wants to see that, right? And I think that Julian Nagelsmann, just like Hansi Flick, has a mentality not to take any opponent lightly and typically is able to get the most out of his team to avoid such letdowns. And I'm not saying it won't happen. Obviously, every coach is going to oversee some upsets in his time. But I think Nagelsmann has this squad focused and ready to go. And we've seen just really, a, a, I don't want to say a business-like approach. I don't like to really compare sporting world to business because, you know, I don't walk into a locker room every day, uh, work out, uh, do some running. <laughs> I mean, I work in the business world, so uh, I don't think the two are very relative. But, um, you know, Bayern Munich has taken a very focused approach this season. 
they have really just been able to uh, look at each opponent, dissect what will be successful and what won't, and really just take their game and impose it on the opposition. And the only time I think we didn't see that was the opening match against Gladbach. And for a million reasons, I mean, Bayern didn't have his, he really didn't have much time practicing or playing together prior to that match. So I kind of don't worry about that. And the way I've seen Bayern play over the past few weeks has just been so impressive that I think Nagelsmann has pushed all the right buttons. He's gotten the players to buy in. And he's so far, and this is very key, so far has avoided any of the personnel or personality conflicts that we've seen in the past. So right now everything is working and Bayern is looking extremely strong. So when we look at this match and we try and figure out exactly how we could uh, proceed with this and how Bayern is going to line up when factoring in, they just, they're coming off a tough weekend match where on Friday they ended the game with only 10 players. Obviously, they've got another game this weekend. Uh, you don't want to take Dinamo Kiev lightly, but you also want to ensure that you are not overworking your players. So if I'm Julian Nagelsmann, I'm probably looking at a couple of things. I'm obviously going to start Manuel Neuer. I'm going to go with Benjamin Pavard just because he will be suspended for the next two Bundesliga games. So why not roll him out there and get him some match action? Obviously, his red card against Kreuterfurt was not exactly uh, a good play. Uh, and it just seems like that more annoyed Nagelsmann than anything. And uh, for a player like I talked about over the weekend, for a player that's really been kind of not scuffling from a, a personal standpoint, but in the eyes of fans, he is a player who is become kind of the brunt of frustration. It was not the best moment for him. So I think we'll see him out there. We'll probably see Alfonso Davies out there as well. While it wouldn't be a shock to see Omar Richards step in, we had seen the story last week about Richards kind of causing some concern to Nagelsmann with his decision-making. So I don't know that Nagelsmann necessarily wants to mess around too much uh, with using Richards at this point in a Champions League match. Now, I guess we could see Luca Hernandez float out to left back if needed, and I honestly wouldn't be too shocked with that if uh, if Nagelsmann decided to rest Davies, but I don't think he will. I think we will see Davies out there at left back, and I think we're going to see the French connection. for the. First, uh, I don't know if this is the first time they'll be starting together. I don't think it is, but... Uh, we'll see the French connection there with Luca Hernandez and Dio Upamacano uh, out there leading the way defensively. I think Sula will get the day off. I think it's well-earned. Uh, again, I wouldn't be shocked if Sula starts, but I think it's just a, a good day to give him a rest. And uh, why, why not? You have three good center backs. Why wouldn't you take the time and rest these players and keep them healthy for the stretch run of the season? Uh, in the midfield, uh, we could see Marcel Sabitzer get his first start, but it would be interesting to see who that would be in place of. You know, I've been <laughs> kind of campaigning for Joshua Kimmich to take a day off, and every time I bring it up, he scores another goal. So I'll do it again and say that Joshua Kimmich should take a seat for this match, but he probably won't because Julian Nagelsmann likes to he likes to not wake up with a crazy person looking over him. So I think Kimmich will will start. Uh, 
I do think it's time for Sabitzer to get his feet wet and start a game. And I know that they've taken a really conservative approach with him. And I get it. Uh, he's a very talented player. He could easily start on many teams. Uh, from a from a personnel standpoint, you don't necessarily want to rush him in and cause any unrest. Uh, so I get the slow approach here. But I would start him uh, probably over Goretzka in this match. I don't know if they will, but I'm going to predict it anyway just because it seems like a, a, a good time to, to break Sabitzer in and get him some more minutes. Uh, and it wouldn't be a bad thing to have Goretzka come in at a, around the 60-65-minute mark for Kimmich as well. Uh, but we'll see what happens with that. As far as the wings go, we know that Kingsley Coman is back at team training, but I can't, really can't see him playing as of yet. Uh, I do think we'll see Jamal Musiala, and I think we'll see Serge Gnabry. Uh, and I, I think this is, an, again, it's a good match to give Leroy Sané some time down. You could all you could bring him in as a sub if you like, but he's up. You know he's been putting on a big workload. He's been, you know, really been one of the players that Nagelsmann has been depending on of late. So I think it would be a good idea to get him some rest as well. It seems like Thomas Muller and Robert Lewandowski always start. So why not in this one? I would expect both play one or both players to be subbed off at some point, but I do think that that's what we'll see. So. If you're following along at home, I'm going with Neuer, Pavar, Upamakano, Hernandez, Davies, Kimmich, Sabitzer, Gnabry, Musiala, Thomas Muller, and Robert Lewandowski. And that is the lineup that I'm predicting. And of course, it will go up in flames because, you know, that's what happens when I predict anything, apparently. So, um, yeah, but that's what I would go with. And as far as a prediction on this match goes, uh, you know, I'd like to be funny and say I predict pain here, but <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think that this could go a couple of different ways. Dinamo Kiev could really come out and cause frustration to Bayern. And I'm not saying they're going to challenge Bayern, but I think that they're smart enough to know that they can't go punch for punch with the Bavarians. So what they'll do is sit back a little deeper, look to strike on the counterattack, which has been the blueprint if you are an overmatched team playing against Bayern Munich, that seems to be the blueprint for success. So uh, I would anticipate that they do that. And eventually Bayern Munich will break through, but it's not going to be easy. I think that Dinamo Kiev is going to stay disciplined. They've been known for running a 4-2-3-1, so there will be some defensive stability there, and especially if they pack that in and they defend in such a manner that they're going to look for that quick counter, then I think it's going to just be too many players in the box for Bayern Munich to really be effective early on. Uh, I do think they'll break through. I think that they'll break through three times in the end and they will win the match three, nothing, but it won't be easy. It won't be competitive. It won't be like this is a match where there's a lot of back and forth action and that Dinamo Kiev is really pushing the pace at Bayern, but I think that they'll frustrate Bayern. I think they'll be physical with Bayern. What we've seen from teams in the past that have been this overmatched talent-wise in the Champions League against Bayern is that they play extremely physical. Because if you can't keep up with the speed, if you can't combat the depth and talent, then you have to be physical. You have to make it dirty. You have to be able to tie these players up, prevent them from getting the top speed, and they're going to hold, they're going to grab, they're going to do everything they can to frustrate Bayern and slow this game down. And I think that they'll be successful in doing that for at least a while. 
And you know what? If I was in the same position, if I was the manager of Dinamo Kiev, yeah, I'd probably do that too. That would be my goal. You know, I'd like to say that I'd go out and try and match them punch for punch, but I also wouldn't want to be embarrassed. I mean, this is a first place team. This is a respectable club. And, you know, they have to kind of go out and maintain that sense of respect that they have, that they get from their opposition domestically. And, you know, maintain it you don't want to go out and get embarrassed by Bayern Munich or PSG or anybody you want to go out and show your quality team and hey if you have to go out you have to clutch and grab and you have to knock people down and you have to play a bit dirty then then that's what you have to do so that's what I'm expecting I don't know if I'll be right on that I mean it also wouldn't shock me if Bayern came out and blew the doors off Dinamo Kiev 6 nothing. I just think that it's going to be slowed down and a bit mucky they're going to muck it up and that's fine uh that's what the Champions League is all about in the group stage. Uh, you either try and match your opponent tit for tat or you get <laughs> and get run over or you try and really mock it up. And that's what I anticipate in this one. So, yeah, I think that'll about do it for this. As, as you can tell, I've, uh, I've kind of got myself together a little bit after a shaky start and screwing up the intro so many times. So uh, I, I have been kind of like taking a glance over at the TV. So. I am watching uh, the Philadelphia Eagles get kind of punched in the face right now by the Dallas Cowboys, so that's never good. But uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, I'm excited for this match. I think a lot of people have some interest in it, but it's not going to be one of these Champions League showdowns that's going to, you know, have everybody rushing to BFW or to social media uh, in anticipation. This is one of those ones that, we kind of like look at and people are just kind of, they might have it on in the background or they might catch highlights later. I mean, unless you're a loser like me, you'll, you know, watch the whole thing and take notes and all that stupid stuff that I do every game. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Byron should come out the victors and set themselves up for a couple of tough Bundesliga matches. Uh, So hopefully they can build that momentum and get things going. So as always, thank you for your support. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Uh, Be sure to stay tuned for all the new content that we're putting out with four Bavarian podcast works and all of the up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich and Germany that we have on BavarianFootballWorks.com. You can follow the site on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks. You can get me at the Barrel Block. You can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner. You can get Tom Adams at TommyAdams71. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. And uh, like I keep saying every week, I need to get Schnitzel and Samarin on Twitter, although they are probably better off not being on Twitter. So uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, We always appreciate it, and we will see you next time.